one of you is the monster. Monster? We're British, you know. Hello, I'm Chris Denton. And I'm Paul Monk. And we are a very British horror. Oh, Paul, t- t- tell us, tell us, what are we going to talk about tonight? Right, well, tonight the, the circus is coming to town with a bit of extra bite. It's Hammer's Vampire Circus. The quality of the podcast will improve from there, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, it, it's Vampire Circus, which is actually a, a very strange little film because it's it's a, it, a Hammer film, like you say, but it doesn't star Peter Cushing and it doesn't star Christopher Lee. What are we to think? Um, I don't know. Doesn't star anyone of particular note, hammer wise, does it? Apart from Thorley Waters. Yes. Um, who? Who's? Who I think his first build. Despite, he, he is. Yeah. Despite being in a supporting role, like normal. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not quite so much a comedy role, though. In this, is he? Well, it's not really quite a comedy character, although he's a. I suppose he is a bit. Bit Here's a bit of excellent uh, podcasting for you. Um, I got a pointless answer um, because uh, this was, is the, quiz show the, the TV show uh, pointless, um, and, it, it, and and the the uh, question at the end was um, name someone who was in name name an actor who was in or actress indeed um, or actor in a non-gender specific way who was in. Um, the George Smiley thing, Tinker Tailor Soldier Smiley, and I knew that Thorley Waters was in it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's it's got so many different famous people in it, but it's yeah. got it's got a, a few Hammer ones as well because it's okay. the seventies. Yeah, and so, uh, did did you win? Yeah, I was playing at home. Oh, okay. I was playing along at home. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, the, I mean I've got some other good pointless stories, but. Um, actually, we'll probably stick to Vampire Circus. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so we said it stars Thorley Waters. Um, oh, I'm a bit stuck. It's quite a hard thing to talk about because it, 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 there's nothing to really like focus on. Like, um, okay, because normally I'd be launching into how much I love Peter Cushing or yeah. Vincent Price or you know uh, uh, whoever. But there, there's, there's, it's hard to pick a lead in this, isn't it? In a way. Well. It is, although it does star um, Anthony Higgins, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Uh, but it doesn't because he's billed as Anthony Corlan, yeah. and uh, to me, he's unrecognisable as the Anthony Higgins yeah. from only a few years later, who was yeah. in the Draftsman's Contract, which is one of my favourite films. In fact, yeah. um, okay, so let's let's not just well, you know, we, kick we, around. Let's do the plot. Just give let's a, bit, a little bit of yeah. the plot. What? It's something to do with the circus. It yeah. is something to do with the circus. But it doesn't start. It, it doesn't, doesn't start no. there. No. It, it starts with the classic hammer trope of... Um, a, a, well, actually, basically, a, a scene from Dracula. It's, it's, it's <laughs> basically a kind of uh, Dracula without Dracula in, told in about five minutes. Yeah, yeah. So you've got this Count. I what, what, don't remember what his actual name is. Uh, Count something or other. We'll come back to that. Sure. Oh, hang on. This is where I can I can quickly <laughs> flip to one. Okay. Of so he's a, he's a he's a count. He's um, who's uh, uh, Mr. House. Yeah. So he 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 basically is the the count that lords over a particular town, um, and, and as as all these counts are in their castles on the edge of the town, that he's obviously a vampire, and a lot of their women and, uh, and and quite queasily enough 
a lot of their children uh, are being taken it's actually, it is actually, actually children, children it's not women so no. that's that's a difference um, yeah. you know uh, with with Hammer it's quite often on all the young yeah. women are going and you know there's quite because Count Dracula has a bit of a taste for the young, young women as you know, yeah. Lucy and Mina and then later on in the Vampire Lovers as well Camilla um, has also got the same interest in, but this in is young actually women. children but, and it's a little bit and, and, and we do see like the murder of like yeah. an 11 year old child yeah. in this and then there's uh, that, uh, that really yeah. disturbing thing where because she, she's lured she's lured back to Castle Miss this is, House. yeah this is one of the the, 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 the the sort of lead group of uh, characters one of their it's one of his daughter isn't it yeah, the schoolmaster's daughter, isn't it? Yeah. Is that? No, hang on. This is schoolmaster's daughter. No, it's not the schoolmaster's daughter. No. The, sco- the schoolmaster's it's wife. It's daughter, but it's his wife that lures her. Yeah, yeah. But, but she's, she's been put under the spell of she's the not. Camp. She's not a vampire. She's no, not a vampire she's been, bride. She's, she's like glamoured. And um, she's... Because that had me confused at the beginning, because I was thinking, you know, he's been a little careless, letting that kid's just readily going off with this woman. But I hadn't twigged that it was his wife. It's yes, exactly. And so he's like, "Oh, well, that's my wife." And then it's like, "Oh, yeah." yeah. Um, but then the the count just murders this girl. Yeah. And and then and then and quite a kind of um, I don't know. There was something about that scene that made me feel a bit uneasy. Well, because yeah, because it, it was a bit. It's a child murder. Yeah. Yeah. Which you don't, I mean, which is new. This is Hammer yeah. in the seventies. Yeah. This kind of stuff is kind of implicit before. Indeed. Um, uh, Lucy tries in 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 horror of Dracula as if yeah. you're American horror of Dracula. Yeah. Otherwise, Dracula. Uh, Lucy tries to do basically the same thing to a, yeah. to a girl of a similar age, doesn't she? Yeah. Um, but but in, in this, the, the count get the, does it. But then he, he he says he's got this like this quite disturbing line, which is like, one appetite feeds another or something like that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because then then he, then, he, then he gets it on with um, his 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 mistress, the schoolmaster's wife, who. Who, 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 uh, who? Um, the actress seems to have been cast for her willingness to do nudity. <laughs> so there is, being seventies, there's, yeah, there's, 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 in fact, she's she's largely naked, and yeah. um, like we saw with the Devil's Men, yeah, um, last podcast we did the Devil's Men, that there was an actress in that who who seemed to have been cast specifically yeah. for willingness to do nudity. In, in, in fact, you know, in in the seventies, this this was a Exactly. This was the thing. Yes. In fact, I think uh, Ingrid, Ingrid Pitt. Um, <laughs> well, um, she, 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 her, uh, um, her her willingness to, to to do it and also to do a leading role was was kind of instrumental in her in being cast in the Vampire Lovers, I believe. Um, but is I mean, we've hit the age of exploitation, haven't we? Yeah. Um, and yeah, now, the rules have relaxed a little bit. They're allowed to show bit of bum and boobies so they, and, they go for and it. they are they are allowed yeah. to do that but they haven't thought of how to work that in particularly so no um, so, you, so you've got the actress who does the nudity but then the character changes to another actress to do the acting yes um, <laughs> which is <laughs> uh yeah, that, because um, we have this thing that the villagers, the angry villagers, storm the uh, yeah. castle. Uh, you know, actually, yeah, very justifiably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and um, they they actually do for the they count, don't they? Succeed. Yeah, burning yeah. down. So we have the and the, the staking through the heart and everything. Yeah. So we but, have the uh, 
burning down of the, the the building right at the very beginning. But, yeah, you know, which is uh, playing with quite a, unusual. Because that's normally how a lot of time films end. So they, they play with that. This this film is like a sequel to itself in yeah. some ways. Yeah. It has the first film it yeah. has a pre-credit sequence. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's doing that because by this time, this this was a familiar story. Yeah, it was all cinematic shorthand for now, and we get up to this point, and yeah. now something different <clears throat> is going to happen. Yeah, and, and uh, what's essentially different is it goes to ten years later. Doesn't well, what, it? Yeah, but what he does remember is he, he does the as the camp dies, he does uh, put a sort of curse on the town and. Says that, 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 that basically they will all, all their children will die, or something along that effect, doesn't he? Yeah, he he does. He was he's a bad loser. Yeah, <laughs> frankly, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't take his defeat well. No. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that does happen, and then um, ten years later, things are not going well for this no. this village, which is called Stettel, according to my oh, my okay. academic sources. I don't ever remember that. Up. Oh, no, it does. It does. It's just does it's it? just a name that's quite difficult to pick up. Oh, okay. So, so, because so, I remember, like every they, every time they say the name, I, I just hear. <laughs> 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 but I think it's Stettle. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and and um, it's plague. It's been attacked by the plague. Hasn't yeah. It? So, um, and it's actually or some sort of illness. Anyway, it's not necessarily... Yeah, exactly. And, and it, but it's been quarantined. Yeah. So there's there's, so there's, there's, there's yeah roadblocks around around the outside. Yeah. So, which is um, so there we've got like shades of Mask of the Red Death. Yes. I, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And another thing, obviously, by this time they're just throwing in all the elements. Do you remember? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, what's that one? Uh, Doctor Jekyll and Sister Hyde. Which yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, let's have, yeah. <laughs> let's have the grave robbers now and, and all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. I would let's put Jack the Ripper in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but but we're talking about quite. I mean, Master of the Red Death is really quite a good film. Yeah, we did an episode. We did a we did a podcast of that, didn't we? No, didn't we? No. I might just watched it for my own pleasure. Then. You did. I do actually still do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, but oh, that, that's such a good film. But then the the, the idea of this um, this quarantine zone is actually quite um, strong. It's quite um, evocative. So yeah, you you yeah. immediately get this impression of, well, of they, this, they, this standard Hammer Village. But it's not. I yeah. mean, usually, I mean, usually they're all terrified of the vampires yeah. at night and stuff. But it's not this. Well, they're normally it's, under it's, siege it's, from something it's monstrous that that's like oh, a monster or something supernatural but this is like an illness and they're yeah. under siege from presumably yeah soldiers and um, there's a doctor and his sons yeah and um, the, the doctor was like right we're going to break this uh, quarantine I'm yeah. going to go and get go and get a cure from one of the big cities or wherever it is exactly because that's how it works obviously in uh, the 18th century yeah that, uh, any serious illness like this you just popped along to the big city yeah, exactly. got the cure and came back went off to boots <laughs> yeah yeah so it was an excellent plan yeah. <laughs> in no way was he going to get there the top scientists were going to say oh leeches yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and you'd go back and everyone would die <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, no this, is, this is good. This is proper um, enlightenment, you know, uh, science. Um, but but yes, but of course his son has to distract distract the the shots away so he can get out. And of course, um, so they're being fired at as they try to leave. And what what we've got here, this uh, the son is we've got a juvenile lead. Yes. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> you, yeah, because we're still doing this. We yeah. still have. We still got juvenile leads. We don't. We don't really have like the proper leads, um, as, as we said, because um, the vampire uh, character count thingy, Mister House, he's dead. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, oh, what's the, the guy's name? Pete? No, no, not Peter. What's his name? Anton? Should we say it's Anton? Yeah. Yeah, it's Anton. He's he's. Played by someone called John Mulder Brown. He's the juvenile yep. uh, male lead, um, and he 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 goes back, doesn't he, to the village, and yeah. then and then the circus does literally come to town, it's doesn't it? To town, yeah, yeah. And um, oh, and Thorny yeah. Waters is by now the mayor of uh, this place. Yes, yes, yeah. He's the Stop the burgomaster. Yeah, <laughs> the burgomaster, <laughs> burgomaster. Yeah, he is, and he's got uh, he's got a daughter. Yeah, pride and joy. Um, yeah. Um, is that Dora? That's Dora, yeah, played by Lynn Frederick, who has quite an interesting uh, history. Oh, well, go, well t- tell me. Uh, um, I think she was mom, married to Peter Sellers. Yeah, you, so she's one of Peter uh, Sellers' wives, uh, and, and she basically ended up. I think she married David Frost as well. She ended up having several divorces and oh, didn't spiraling. I, I watched this with my wife. Because um, yeah. I do sometimes, and she she, she said um, Lynn Frederick inherited all Peter um, Sellers's money. Yeah, because the divorce hadn't gone through when he died suddenly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so that was a bit of luck for her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, but she she sort of I think I'm trying to remember what else she she was in quite a few uh, things. I know she was in uh, Nicholas and Alexandra. Oh, oh, that's got Tom Baker in. Yeah, as Rasputin. Yeah, although we no Christopher Lee, obviously. But no. um, yeah, she was in the Prisoner of Zender uh, of Space nineteen ninety nine. The Prisoner of Zender, presumably a remake. Nineteen seventy nine version. Who does that start? Elliot Gould. Peter is Elliot Gould. But yeah, she she was at the time quite a. Uh, Sort of English rose type, mm-hmm. yeah. Thing, but she she basically ended up with a string of failed marriages um, and uh, and basically spiralled into depression and alcoholism and drug abuse and died at the age of thirty nine. I think so. that's a cheery story. So there we go. To be honest, I, I didn't get that bit. I just thought she'd come into <laughs> loads of money. I, I thought, I, to be honest, I didn't realise she. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm less envious of her now. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Is this, really, this is really hard to talk about. Um, well, okay. So let's talk about we we'll talk about the circus because obviously that's a key. Okay, so you, you've got Adrian, Adrian, Adrian Corey, who, yeah. um, who is he, she's sort of quite famous. Well, she was in Madhouse. I remember watching yeah. Madhouse. Clockwork Orange. Oh yeah, yeah, Clockwork. Oh, she's, she's, she's not she's not the only Clockwork Orange uh, actor no. in this film, of course. No. Okay, who's the other one? Darth Vader. He's not in a Clockwork Orange, is he? Yes. 
Yes. Steve Brown's in a Clockwork Orange. Yeah, I might just be. If I'm lying, we're going to have to go all the way back <laughs> to the beginning and start this podcast again. <laughs> you know that, don't you? <laughs> he might well be. I don't, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen it. There we go. Yes, he was. He played. He, he, he played the bodyguard. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. you. I'll, I'll let you have that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so so she was the the, the wife of um, uh, I think he's Patrick uh, McGee's uh, character in in uh, that he's the artist that Alex and his gang attack. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yes, um, but she was in quite a lot of stuff, I think. In fact, on Wikipedia, the picture of Dave Prowse in Clockwork Orange has got Patrick McGee in the same shot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Ah yes, no. He carries him around. Yeah, that, 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 carrying. Yes, carrying him. Carrying. That's that. He, he, he. I think a lot of Dave Frow's early early career is spent uh, carrying people and things. That's why a lot of his later career is spent him going, "Oh my back! <laughs> oh my back really hurts." <laughs> arthritis. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Which uh, obviously I love Dave Prowse. So I'm very sorry obviously, about that. Yeah. But um, they did not know how to lift things properly back in those days. No. They didn't bend their knees. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sure that wasn't the only thing. It's the knee thing. <laughs> is that your, is that your that's, professional medical? That, that's assessment? the only thing I know about lifting stuff. <laughs> bend your knees. <laughs> you got to keep your back straight as well. Yeah, yes. yeah. Bend yeah. your knees, yeah. Because otherwise, I mean, if you don't bend your knees and keep your back straight, you're basically yeah. just still standing up, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> so not... Okay, so should we go back to... No, no, this is really this is, this is good stuff. I'm sure the listeners will be very pleased <laughs> to hear us talking about um, occupational health. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Manual handling courses. <laughs> okay, no. Did they do their risk assessments? No, did... obviously not. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I know quite a lot about ergonomic keyboards. All right, let's go back to the film. We'll go back to the film. <laughs> yeah. um, but yes, so, so Dave Prowse is in Vampire Circus. He's the strong. He's man. the strong man. Because the circus, the circus comes to town. Adrian Corey is the like the, the, sort of, the showmaster. Well, yeah, sort of. She's sort of the yeah ringmaster. Sort of. Yeah. I mean, she's the, 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 the head of it. The circus doesn't have. It's not a big top type circus. No, no, it's, it's more a, just like a turn up with some caravans. And, yeah, just find a space and perform type circus. And and um, actually, surprisingly, very surprisingly, she doesn't have a name in this. Apparently, she's just credited as Gypsy Woman, <laughs> even though she's quite <laughs> high up in the cast list. Yeah, but she does have a name, right? Um, <laughs> she she's credited as Gypsy Woman because because she's playing um, she's she, she's playing she's the non naked version of the of the character we've already met. Um, whose name I'm going to now find uh, oh. but yeah she's the the older version isn't she but it's what, wouldn't Lawrence Payne yeah is, is, she, is she Anna Dominique Blythe that's Anna I think that's right is she because I didn't think that was that obvious because that didn't really occur to me but then doesn't doesn't she mention something about it what she, she turns back into uh, oh of course the, she does yeah. At the end, yeah anyway that's the spoiler oh that doesn't really make any sense at all well it's it's she, she's gone back so she isn't recognised isn't she yeah 
Yeah, yeah. The gypsy woman revealed to be Anna. Yeah. So yeah, it's, okay. She's it, she's when she's got some kind of okay. And and there's other um, circus performers as well. Like um, there's a panther that turns into a person. Yeah. And uh, that person Emil. is is Anthony uh, Emil. Yeah. He's yeah. played by Anthony Corlan, who yeah. is Anthony Higgins. Um, it's so. Well, apparently, he changed his his name is Anthony Higgins, <laughs> right. but he changed. He had to change his name because there was another Anthony Higgins. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, it's, that, it's, that, it's like the Jane Michael J. Fox. It's yeah, the, yeah, it's that old Chrissy okay. thing. You can't have the same name. Um, okay, but obviously, whatever the the other Anthony Higgins didn't last very long. No. It's by like nineteen seventy eight or something. <laughs> he was Anthony Higgins. The, the yeah, new the, Anthony Higgins. Yeah, I suspect Michael J. Fox could be Michael Fox now. Possibly. <coughs> um. I, yeah. Anyway, God, this is a really <laughs> so, so, meandering yeah, so episode, isn't it? It is a bit. But so he he. Uh, Shall we spoil it? He turns out to be um the brother or related to his cousin, isn't cousin he? of the count. Yeah, and he's a vampire too. And he's a vampire too. But and, and so, and he can, he, yeah. So he, uh, well, that could turn into a panther. Yeah, well, well, but but that's that's canon um, because Carmilla in the book can, could turn okay. into a panther. Um, oh, well, there we go. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously that. But so that, could Simon McCorkindale. Simon McCorkindale. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's just a pointless shoehorned in animal. Reference. Oh, Manimal. Oh, yeah. He always turned into a, to a panther. Oh, okay. And there's seven episodes that were made or whatever it was. <laughs> no, um, yeah, but vampires um, could, could do that. But, okay. Um, but, but yes, I mean, there's lots of instances of them turning into, even in Dracula, there's instances of him turning but, into But it, it, in this, they're animals. pretending to fake it. So it's like, oh, this is yeah, really clever. Yeah, it's he's a clever what? trick because he's conveniently jumping through something and then be, behind something and then the panther's jumping behind some, a box yeah, exactly. and then the man comes out so it could be like a, a trick and and that's actually a little bit meta because it obviously is a camera trick to, to disguise the fact that they've replaced the panther with the, the man so it's quite clever that's quite kind of yeah it is quite clever and, and actually the circus sequences are really good yeah, because I hate the circus. I mean, I, 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 the circus is really boring. Oh, I can't right. stand yeah, I quite like it. clowns or trapeze artists. Clowns or, are generally very annoying. Or, or basically anything, anything. Yeah. It's like, I, oh, no. But um, and if I was going to like it, I'd probably like the old version more with the performing animals. But but that's not allowed because, yeah. and quite rightly, because it's cruel. Yeah. But I'm more interested in the animals and sodding trapeze artists <laughs> frankly <laughs> but um, but again you know this circus is not cruel to animals because it's not an animal it's a vampire oh but it does have some animals oh there's, there's like yeah. there's a tiger as well that's probably a real tiger yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. so alright fair enough and of course this being 1972 uh, they could have like a, it's a real panther and a real tiger yeah, yeah. so, so it's, and they're probably like Circus one, well, they're obviously trained ones. Well, there are there are some circus performers in the in the cast, aren't there? So there is, I think there are some of the. Uh, um, I can't remember which one. You're talking about my favourite scene. Yeah. 
Right, because Ryan, you, you talk about it then, because I because because one 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 of the scenes is, uh, is the, uh, the there's a dance yeah uh, between bet. between a a, t- a tiger woman and, that's and right yeah, yeah and and then the tiger woman she's not wearing a tiger costume she's wearing tiger body paint yeah and and and, and <laughs> right, so why is that your favourite scene again uh, because I really admire her dancing it's fantastic you know. Um, as I was watching this again for, um, as I was watching this again for this podcast, I I I, I got a flashback to uh, pausing my VHS copy of, of Vampire Circus uh, uh, during this dance sequence. That particular sequence ended up being quite bad, bad interference on it, where the tape had been worn through a few times. All maybe. I can say is, you know, to be honest. This kind of dancing, I think, is very underrated. <laughs> I think so, yeah, it's highly so enjoyable. I think, I think, anyway, I don't know if it's them, but there are some actual performers. No, from, they are. They are. I mean, yeah. yes, she she was actually called Serena. Yeah, like she she was she was a circus performer. And oh. they were they were hired from. Um, is it Billy Cotton? Yeah, one of the one of the big does. circuses at the time. Yeah, which was which? Why not? Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, and then there's the little clown yeah, guy who's called Michael played by um, he's uh, very annoying no, I, I really liked I really liked I his did, performance I think it's good yeah I didn't feel that he was quite as creepy as he could have been um, I don't know I, I, I don't know I just think but he's supposed to be he's supposed to be friendly but with an undercurrent of creepiness yeah, you don't, you don't, so. he can't go like you know, uh, <laughs> full-on Pennywise, can he? I mean, <laughs> I guess he does have some sort of uh, slightly creepier moments later on. Yeah, uh, he, he's played by an actor whom I've never heard of, never seen anything else called Skip Martin. But I think he's okay. prob- uh, could yeah. possibly be an actual circus performer. Although I'm not sure. I think he is an actor. Um, well, yeah, apparently. He was an excellent and underrated British actor who only in, he acted in a handful of things. He's oh, apparently he's in the Mask of Red Death. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Bizarrely enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and a couple of um, the and he was also in the goodies. <laughs> the goodies. A couple of the 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 other circus performers. They're they're. Um, I can't even remember what. The, uh, there's Lala Ward and Robin Sachs yeah. like, playing scary vampires. What's their act? Are they are they gymnasts? They do this. They're sort of, they be... do acrobatics, don't they? Oh, they acrobatics. Turn into different animals and like bats and stuff as well. Midair. Yes, yes, they do. Oh, yeah, they do because yeah. again, they're really, and, and that's quite good because they actually are. Um. um we, and we see footage of real bats, don't we? Not we, there are. There's a mixture here. I think there's like there are real, real bats, but there's also at one point quite a bad later on an animated bat. Animated. Yeah. Oh, that's quite. Uh, did I just dream that? No, I'm no. Sure it's like an animated bat later on. No, you, you could well be. You could yeah. well be right. Um, but what we haven't got is one of Roy Ward Baker's rubber bats. We have got, <laughs> got rubber bats, as far as I can remember. Yeah. Or if we have, it's quite well dis- disguised. Oh, um, 
Skip Martin was in Son of Dracula. Yes. That's that Ringo Starr musical, that's, isn't it? That's the, yeah, that's the Harry Nielsen Ringo Starr. Where Ringo Starr <laughs> plays Merlin. Yeah. But, uh, but I see Skip Martin was in um, Circus of Fear, playing a character called Mr. Big. <laughs> Come on, that's funny. <laughs> that's, that, is, that is funny. Um, Circus of Fear, is that a Christopher Lee thing? No, no, that was that. Thi- that's that's theatre of fear, isn't it, or something? Oh no, no. Uh, Circus of Fear is Psycho Circus. It is Christopher Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think I've ever watched that. Maybe one day we will. We could do. We, 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 we could do if we can locate it. Anyway. Oh, and that's got Nosha Powell in. Blimey, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever watched that one. Right, back to this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, so they're, 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 that, that's oh, but we, but um, the, yeah, we were talking about Robin Saxon and Lola Ward yeah. because, of course, um, like we talk, talk about this, uh, pretty much everyone because this is the Richard Dawkins connection. Because yes. Lola Ward is uh, the, the the great um, scientist, uh, evolutionary. Is he? Uh, I don't know if he's a biologist he or whatever. Evolutionary biologist, Richard Dawkins. Yeah, Lola Ward is um, married married yeah. married to him and. Uh, yeah, she's a very fine actress, and I forget why she's well known. Uh, oh, she, we talked about her before because yeah, she was in she uh, was, the Ash Tree, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, she was. Yeah. Oh. I oh, we uh, talked about something else. She was. Rich, in Richard well. Dawkins uh, actually not her first husband. I seem to remember she got no. married to somebody else. Yeah, for a very short period of time. Yeah, after they were in a TV show together. Yeah. Well, I can't remember. No, I can't remember what, what that. The is. Tomorrow People was yeah, it? Something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um <laughs> I really love Lola Ward. <laughs> she's good in this. She uh, is. Well she's good in everything. Um uh, Yeah, so she she's quite good at this. Um yes, and and we were talking about Doctor Who obviously. Cause there oh, yes. a, there, Don't, uh, there is another another connection in this as well, which is Lawrence Payne. Oh, you mentioned that name. Yeah, like yeah. he was one. He's one of the random villagers, isn't he? Well, he, no, he's the he's the guy. He's the schoolmaster. He's the one that. Oh, one. okay. So uh, he's, yeah. he's he's one of the ones that almost survives to the end. Yeah. Okay. So so he he's been a doctor. Oh yeah, yeah, he's, quite yeah. a few times. Has he? Yeah. Oh, he was vaguely. So he was in the gunfighters. Oh come on! Oh, yeah, okay, I haven't watched that. He was in the <laughs> two doctors. Which Is I know you like. I do like the two doctors. Dastari. Dastari, of course. Oh, of course he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Any and I think he's. I think he's in another one as well, but I can't think what that is. Uh, oh. Looking it up. Yeah, that. Uh, the Leisure Hive. Yes, that's right. Should have known he was in that. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. So he's not unknown to Lala Ward then. In, uh... Was Lala Ward in the Leisure Hive? Yeah. Isn't that that's the one with the yeah? Yeah. Oh, I've watched it. Leisure Hive. I felt I've watched most Doctor Who's, of course I watched this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, Lola Ward, yeah. 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 So there we go. I don't think they have any scenes together in Babylon Circus. No, probably not. Um, but yeah, those two uh, obviously start, they, they, they seem to start trying to pick off the children again. There's a point where they lure to because they're vampires as well. Oh, well, there's this kind of hall of mirrors. Yes. It's yeah, like they, they, just mirrors, mur- they, they just murder. They just murder him. Ah, oh, they're the, two, the twins. Ha ha ha. Murder. 
Why are you keep murdering children? That's not that's not fun. But then it's part of the curse, isn't it? So it, the curse was is that they they were going to have uh, their, their children were all going to die. Yeah, you know, no, no, I, 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 I agree. I agree. The disease is like almost like a bit of a. Um, well, the it, people it's do. A random people do die of the disease it? as well, though. Don't yeah, they? but the, the disease I think is unconnected. So the disease just happens to be. The like disease a is a real disease. Yeah, it's a real disease. So yeah. it just it's just unfortunate that it's occurred at this time, because as we find out, the circus is obviously trying. It's they, they've been working their way towards this town so that they can uh, resurrect the count. Oh yeah, yeah they so try. They try and resurrect the oh. count. In fact, uh, they try and resurrect the count in a way very. So the, the count here has got a very similar kind of um, part to um, Dracula himself in Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires, yeah. which is like I'm in the pre-title sort of sequence, tail, top and tails. The and, and then I come back at the end. Ha ha! I'm alive. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, just, just briefly getting back to um, Lala Ward, was it Robin Sachs? Robin Sachs. Ah, now, now oh, my, he... my my wife again says she loved, she really loves Robin Sachs. So right, she's okay. always pleased. I can't even remember why she says she loved Robin Sachs. Um, he was in something that she liked, uh, but, but he was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, but but years and years later, oh, I guess okay. It. He because he he plays a, um, a one of um. Giles's old old mates from the Hell Raising days, okay. And uh, and I think he played. He, oh, no, he's, he's, in, yeah, he's, he's in Galaxy in, Quest. He's familiar. Yeah, he's in Galaxy Quest. He's in Jurassic Park: The Lost World, oh. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, but he must have done something. Matt, my, my wife's called Marianne. She does. She does tell me what it is that she liked Robin Sachs from, but I can. Ne- I never remember. So, it's, but it's one of his earlier ones. It was so. obviously Resident Evil: Damnation. Yeah, do you know? I'm. I think I remember if it was Resident Evil Damnation. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to try and work out what it was that she actually liked. But then I'll, then I'll forget. But I'll have to continuously listen to this podcast and all the work out. I remember in uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It was quite good in yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, I remember him doing that. Yeah. Um. Oh, he's in SpongeBob. There we go. That's. I've also seen loads of episodes of Babylon Five as well, but. Presumably as various aliens, so Natok and War Leader Nakal and Hedron. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, the Bill Bride's Head revisited. Rumpel of the Bailey. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it's not Rumpel of the Bailey that my wife likes. Um, diagnosis murder. <laughs> 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 don't knock it. There's nothing wrong with, with that. Uh, I, I'm looking at this thinking I can't think of anything no. here that she would like, but it's definitely there's definitely something. Yeah, he's in lots of things like in one episode. I can't imagine she sort of liked him because he was in one episode of Upstairs Downstairs <laughs> or something. <laughs> no, I would ima- imagine not. No, I don't know. You played a prosecuting counsel in the bill. <laughs> anyway, we'll never know. Well, I could I could just ask her when I get home tonight. You could do, but that's not much use for the podcast. Um, I could ring her up. No, we don't want <laughs> we... Her up. it's not that important. <laughs> I wanted to get on to, to to my point, which is that the Hall of Mirrors sequence 
it actually um I think there's lots of things in this, like it's a bit like with the playing with the the, the trick with the panther turning into uh, Emil and that yeah. that side of things. Um, the the mirrors bit is quite weird as well, or attempts to be a little bit quirky and weird because there's they 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 the mm. both um, Lala Ward and Robin Sachs live can move in and out of the mirror. And they draw the twins into the oh, mirrors. It's, it's like, it's, yeah, but then like, it goes to a cave, which is which is um, the Count's tomb, isn't it? Yeah. So, but, so, it, but, but it's like yeah. it's, it, it's almost like they're trying to get a bit of almost a little bit of psychedelic weirdness coming into it. Well, and I think there's a few elements of this which I quite like. There's where, where it's filmed in a, a little bit of a, a, a an unusual, slightly different way. Oh we uh, well. Have. This was actually directed by a guy called Robert Young. Yeah. I think he must have been actually pretty young when he did this, <laughs> um, because I knew who I, I knew who Robert Young was because he directed GBH, and uh, you, you, I don't know if you may remember from the nineties, yeah. GBH was this yeah, amazing Bleasdale, TV series that, um, written by Alan Bleasdale with. Yeah. Um, Michael Palin and Robert Lindsay in and I absolutely loved it and I also noticed directed it, Fierce Creatures as well well I was going to come to that I actually like Fierce Creatures I think that's it. yeah so if you look Vampire Circus was his first yeah. um, so he, he was born in 1933 so yeah so he would have been 40 odd when he did this yeah um, but he also directed Splitting Airs look at that <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so, okay. so he was your man for X Python films. I, I, I'm finding splitting hair, uh, splitting hairs harder to defend. Frankly, I, I, I absolutely love. So it does have Eric Idle in it, doesn't it? It has uh, Eric Idle and John Cleese in yeah, it. Yeah, okay, splitting hairs. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was uh, yeah. I think fierce. Actually, I think fierce creatures is quite good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, look, if you look down his um, Robert Young's filmography. No other horror films. This was, no, this no, was it. No, no. I say comedy and um, drama, but he did go through his, a little bit of an air phase because he had splitting airs, and then his next film was Jane Eyre. So it was obviously like a little air phase he did. Thank you. <laughs> the only way is up after that. <laughs> the only way is up. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but you know, I think. Um, Obviously, Hammer and and British Horror had a certain a few directors yeah. who, who did a lot of films. It's nice to see someone with a slightly different approach, and he's obviously trying a bit harder, maybe than someone. I mean, not I mean, Terence Fisher is yeah. a great director, but and, but, that, but it that, sort of has a bit more of a. I think maybe it sort of has a bit more of a a, a, a more modern feel to it. Yeah, yeah, he, he's definitely got a. Yeah. a, a, a a sensibility that's that's more contemporary, and of course, um, you can see that kind of in the editing and the, the, the probably why this film stands up so well is yeah. because um, it, it gets the horror right. I mean, if you watch obviously Hammer films, um, which I know you do, <laughs> there's not a lot of actually unsettling stuff in it anymore. No. I mean. You, you, we watch it because it's they're like action, they're like fun action movies, aren't they? I mean, yeah. the um, 
there's no actual horror, but in this, okay, it's get, actually get, get, still get, disturbing. Get, the, the kid stuff is, is done yeah, so well, it's yeah. nasty. Yeah, and, and, and getting on to this disturbing and nasty, there's the bit where um, I think Dora's one of them, but there's a whole group of people that try to get away. They realise what's going on, and it's and they they try to escape, and they run through the woods to try and avoid the roadblock and get out. But they're chased by something, which we assume is the panther. Well, yeah, yeah. And there's there's some like refugees that the dwarf. Um... He's trying to yes, he's he's try, saying he will lead them out because they pay him to 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 get them out of the town. But he leads them off into the woods, whereby they're basically but, attacked by the panther. Murdered by a mill, yeah. In 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 quite a good. A, a quite well done sequence, I think, where where there's obviously a, a fake panther that's attacking them, but it's done in in a way that it's not and, and too then, obvious. And Dora finds the bodies, doesn't she? And she yeah. comes along and finds the bodies, and that bit is actually quite gruesome. And that's where the clown is quite creepy. Yeah, and and Dora, by the way, is the other juvenile. Really. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, Lynn, Lynn Frederick. Yeah. Oh yeah, we talked about yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's that's quite nasty. The, and that's quite a sort of gory section with the torn up body bits everywhere. So, so I'm actually sure the only reason Vampire Circus is not regarded more highly is because it does not have Christopher Lee or Vincent Price or Peter Yeah, Kinsinger. it doesn't have anyone easily recognisable. So, um, pe- I mean, so people find it hard to think about. And yeah. I mean, so Emil... Um, is the main baddie? Yeah, but he, he for me, his 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 perform. Well, I love Anthony Higgins in the Draftsman's Contract. He's obviously a, a good actor, but yeah. but the, the, there's the, there's not the character's kind of like uh, quite, he's supposed to be quite alluring, isn't he? Um, one yeah. of the he, he's kind of like a so uh, so he's, he's, he's kind of like a Spanish waiter who, who ends up. Sleeping with all the uh, young tourists that go on holiday to his resort. It's a bit like that, isn't it? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to decide whether it's still acceptable to say stuff like that about Spanish. You said Italian waiters, yeah. Um, so he, he he's kind of um, yeah, like a, a, a dodgy, but the yeah. The, he's a sex pest basically attractive to to the the, he just uh, happens to be a vampire as well but he's Uh, kind of like yeah but so and and, 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 you know Dracula has that to a degree but he's a bit classier yeah and you get the anger he wants to kill them all to avenge to to, to avenge his his cousin the the Count but also to bring him back but there's also this this idea that they, they end up uh, going back to his tomb, and 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 the blood from then goes into the count and revives him. It's kind of not. Again, it's quite a weird sequence with sort of blood dripping on the count when no one's actually near him or killed near him. But I think that's possibly all part of this trying to be a bit more, uh, you know, a bit more kind of arty about stuff. Yeah, and of course, um, well, trying trying to be creative about about it, trying to do something yeah. slightly different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Trying not to be as as boring. 
So and and do you like Dave Prowse's performance in this? Obviously, he's silent. He's I don't. Yeah, I mean, he does this usual silent thing, which he does a lot in this sort of time. Because um, <laughs> of his I accent. Was, I I was, but I was confused by because he's his, not a vampire. His so motivation. So, why so, he's with them so presumably he's been sort of hypnotised in some sort of way well, because he's quite or he, he's just loyal to them or maybe yeah he's, but he's again he kind of gets involved not in too much of the actual killing but he just gets involved in, in forcing people back into places where they're going to get killed so he's sort of very complicit in it all but yeah and and Michael the the, the little clown he he's not a vampire either he just no. loves the killing yeah. seems. Yeah. <laughs> so so um but but well, he's a clown, and Robin so Sachs are, are, are vampires as is Emil see I can't think and, of and well. the, the gypsy woman isn't a vampire no. she's she's and in fact um she kind of has a pang of conscience doesn't she yeah. because Dora's her daughter yeah and, uh yeah so he's yeah um so I was sort of expecting Papa Lazaru to turn up as well in this because I don't think he would have been out of place in this circus well maybe, maybe the League of Gentlemen were inspired a bit by this yeah, when they created they possibly because you know they, they do like a horror film or two I, I had heard that yeah so um, I guess we should probably try and um, wrap it up in, in a bit or yeah, I think we've meandered. So we've meandered a little bit. So yeah, yeah so it's, it's been tough to talk about, but I actually really there, there, it. I do I'm have really one. There is one, one other sequence again with Lala Ward and Robin Sachs, who, who I just want to kind of. Okay. Yeah. There's something that actually just occurred to me from it. It's the bit where they're hunting Dora, and um, they're sort of they're in that sort of churchy place, and they're 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 kind of playing with her and toying with her a bit. There's a bit where she goes up quite high and. And walks along a ledge, yeah. And and Lala Ward's kind of looking up at her and grinning and being all kind of like, like they're, they're sort of they're very being very cat like in the way that they're stalking the prey and letting mm. them pretend that they escape and then trying to get them. And she's doing a bit of that, and then Dora ends up standing right next to a huge great crucifix, which Lala Ward's character then notices and does all the yeah. <laughs> being repelled by it and that just got me thinking that crucifix was there the whole time so <laughs> it's only when she looked at it that she reacted badly to it so is the whole crucifix thing with vampires a little bit like in in the the, the roadrunner cartoons where wiley e. coyote runs off the cliff and he keeps going until he looks down and then he falls down is it a case that they only react to them and are only fearful of them when they look at them because obviously it was there and it was no further away she didn't get closer to it so if if the crucifix has a a power in and of itself to repel vampires then it would have still hurt or 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 hurt her at that that distance just by being there wouldn't it so uh are you saying it's a psychosomatic yes condition? I'm saying even vampires even it's a psychosomatic thing where vampires just bring it on themselves um, in the same way that if you have an asthma attack you can kind of end up panicking and making it worse yeah, yeah that's way, true. true so it's either like that or it's connected to the fact that she was 
she perhaps clung to the crucifix and, and it was that whole kind of faith of the person that the crucifix in and of itself is not something to vampires are fearful of although there are examples where like someone's been sleeping and they've been wearing a crucifix around their neck that somebody's put there which is quite a common thing yeah which is quite a common thing so that wouldn't necessarily tie up with the whole faith thing so I'm going along the the sign that actually crucifixes are wholly psychosomatic in their effect on vampires and that vampires could probably all get together and, and, and do like crucifix anonymous or something and actually just get over it <laughs> that's my theory anyway I think, I think that's a good theory I think there also- we go so we've now worked out as well as having dimensional hopping time travelling Van Helsings we've now also worked out that, that a lot of the, the, well, the, the crucifixes are psychosomatic so I think we're doing well I, I think that's that's actually solved and we also know now how to lift people correctly so. yes exactly <laughs> Yeah, so we're right. slowly putting the, the the world of horror horror monsters to rights. I think I think we are. That's good. But, well, uh, okay. Uh, do we finish up what, by doing those three? Qu- Let's do the questions. Uh, right. Okay. So again, should we just say what happens at the end? Basically, well, we you have said of the camp res- gets resurrected and then killed again, killed by the juvenile lead and and, and uh, Lawrence Payne, who ends up getting killed himself. Yeah. Yeah, and that's basically that's it. That's basically it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, nothing's on fire. No, and he doesn't die in a particularly inventive way, does he? Does someone cut his head off, or did I imagine that? What, the vampire? Yeah. Well, might have done. I can't remember now. Or was that something else I was watching? I don't know. Anyway, that ends. <laughs> We're full of information on this podcast. Okay, so... It's amazing so, information. So, <laughs> so what, we, what I'd say to all our listeners is that watch it yourselves and then yeah. you can answer that question. Yes. And you'll, and you'll get to watch a really quite good actually, film. You might actually what, know what the hell because, we're talking about. Because if I was to be asked by Paul, does it stand up? So does it stand up? <laughs> I would say, yeah, it does. <laughs> I think it really does. Yeah, I think it does. Uh, I think, I, think I, I really enjoyed it as well. And, and, and I think it points. It's not so, not really scary, but it is effective in a yeah, way. Yeah, it's got some creepy moments and unsettling moments, which is which is good. It's I mean, it's still like it's still, it's still garish, very, it's still, and uh, it's yeah. not really like you take it that I mean, seriously. It's, but it's, it's still it's, very it's, sort of in the mould of the, the, the sort of sixties horror films, in that isn't it? But mm. it hasn't truly kind of brought it into the seventies. But I think it's about I think it's about the one of the best sort of. Uh, has con- sort of contemporary elements in, incorporated what? in it in a much better way than a lot of some of the other so, so I uh, think contemporary Hammer films. I think you're absolutely right. And I think that um, Hammer didn't actually make a, a lot of... Like in the 70s, you'd say, what are the 10-bit best British horror films? You probably wouldn't pick any Hammer films, no. apart from maybe this one. Because... Yeah. Um, well, maybe The Vampire Lovers, if you were me. <laughs> you know... Um, because there were a lot. Uh, yeah. This was, I mean, the late, the no, sorry, the early seventies was possibly the most creative time for for this yeah. period of British horror. Yeah. Hammer had kind of set the ground rules back in the late fifties. Yeah. And and but but in the early seventies, that's when we had the Wicker Man and and, yeah. and the Don't Look Now was that? Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of around that time. Yeah, and 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 Blood on Satan's Claw and yeah, the S Fix. There's just yeah. loads of them. Yeah. Um, but they're not necessarily. Hammer films, but this no. th- this this one probably stands up up there with the really good ones. Uh, yeah. 
which you know maybe some of Hamlet's other movies I like Us for Vampire but I'm not completely sure <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd put it in the same class no because <laughs> they Hammer possibly well not possibly uh, H- Hammer weren't trying to be creative with the formula they were following these yeah, formulas exactly, yeah. and, and, and it was left to other people to really yeah. to find something new but here you know Robert Young come in and he yeah. has found something new yeah exactly and but, but there's quite a good energy to it yeah so, so I, I think it's. I don't want to say it's underrated. I just think people just overlook just a bit it. Ignored. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe one day yeah. that will change. I don't think it. I don't but, think it was really shown on its own. Was it? Was it part of a? Was it a sort of B feature? If they were still doing those, I don't know. Um, I don't think it made much of an impact. Um, so by this time, I don't think Hammer had any American distribution anymore, which. Didn't oh, right, really yes. help. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think this. I actually. I actually think this did well. Uh, so I, I did read about this. Did I say that this actually did quite well in the UK, but yeah. that didn't get released in the US? I think something like that. Um, so, so, so ultimately, wasn't massively successful for that reason. Any, anyway, um, I think that's all yeah. I've got to say on Vampire Circus. Me too. So I think we need to just you know end with. Uh, a bit of a trailer for our next episode you know we're on a roll at the moment so yeah. there probably will be a next episode <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, and this is your choice it is my choice yeah and uh, and I thought yeah I thought we would um, do something a little bit science fiction sci-fi tinged and we're well not, not sci-fi tinged well it it's is science it's fiction I think it's still horror yes uh, but, we're but mostly science fiction Science fiction horror, but yeah. we're we're going to be uh, doing discussing the BBC TV series of Day of the Triffids. The uh, yes, the uh, original one. There wasn't there was another one, wasn't there? No, not the not the film with Howard Keel. Not not that version. No, no, but but there was um, oh, uh, with Eddie Izzard. There was a remake. Oh yes, yes, not that one. No, no, no. no, 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 no this is that was bad. No, this is the one from. I want to 70s. say that, 70s or is it 80s? I can't remember. Oh, that's a good I question. think it's an 80s. Might be 80s. Yeah. I always discount the 80s. Because <laughs> <laughs> from a like British horror film perspective, yes, there wasn't a lot happening. But TV I think this would be quite, quite interesting because I think it's the first series we've done. Oh. Yeah, thankfully it's only six episodes. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. We, you know, we will have time to watch it. And I have seen it before. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, even though Howard Kill's not even in it, it's <laughs> yeah, there'll, yeah, be, there'll, not, there'll be there'll be none something of this killing about. the Triffids with salt water at the end. No, <laughs> salt water. <laughs> yeah, that's it, isn't that's it? That's the yeah. film ending. <laughs> they will live happily ever after because they wiped the Triffids out with yeah, salt water. No, but no, this this is this has got that serious ending with Chucky comes and saves them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and then and and, and those blonde kids also yeah, yeah, join in, right. don't they? Yeah. Anyway, we'll save all of this. Yeah, that, that was, was good. I should, I, I'm wasting all my John Winter material yeah, exactly. in the preview, but yeah. I've got so much good material. That's why you get <laughs> you get all this all this gold right here, right now. Yeah. Okay, possibly. So, okay, so if you do want to contact us about, um, that, you, you probably want to contact us to complain, to about, complain this about this podcast <laughs> and, and just ask us what the hell we're we're talking about. Um, <laughs> In fairness, some background information: we did spend about two hours trying to get the sodding microphones to work. Yeah, we, are, we, are, we are 
sort of talking about this quite late, a bit later than we normally would. <laughs> well, this, this is just sleep deprivation. That's why this. Uh, anyway, if you want to complain, how do you do it, Paul? You can you can so join a, a, like our Facebook page um, where we're a very British horror on Facebook, and you can leave messages there. there there's an angry face you can make as well, isn't there? There is. There's lots of uh, uh, yeah, lots of angry faces, or, or just a crying face. That's, <laughs> if you've made it this far um, yeah so you can find us on Twitter uh, where we are at Very Brit Horror um, and you can email us at VeryBritishHorror at gmail.com or you can follow us on Instagram where we're at Very British Horror and you can see the two pictures so many pictures it's, 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 it's what a stream <laughs> mostly of me watching a film on my tablet on the train uh, who took that picture? Me. That's quite creepy. Oh, you too. How, how could you take a picture of you? Oh, anyway, I'll, I'll go. I'm going to check it out on Instagram right now. That's a good trail, actually. <laughs> like it, Paul. <laughs> good marketing. Oh, let's finish. Yeah. Uh, okay. what, how do we finish? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, until next time, I've been Chris Denton. <laughs> I'm still Paul. Good night. Bye.